The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome in to the Early Edge Powered by Sportsline. I'm your host, Alabelle, and we have a fantastic show lined up for you this Saturday. Before we get to that, let's take a look at how we did yesterday. And look, hey, 2-1, we'll take it, man. Uh, that Flames-Edmonton game, that was wild for anybody who stayed up and watched that one in the NHL last night. That was a fantastic hockey game. Uh, the Jewelers Gym, uh, we get the Riley over Peters. Unfortunately, no on the three ball with Rory McIlroy. But you know what? Good day. We're going to follow it up with an even better day. So let's bring out the stars of the show. And look at it. We're running five wide today. Johnny B. John Bowman, how are we doing, sir? What's up, AB? Doing good. We got a lot of baseball, a lot of sports in general today, as you can see by the cappers on the screen. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. Like, I love, you know, weekends and sports weekends like this because we get a little bit of everything. And speaking of that, we got the Preakness today, but we have so many other races going on as well. Mean Gene, how are we doing, sir? I'm doing great, AB. Thanks for having me on this morning. Yeah, we got the Preakness today. We've got Game 3 of the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. We've got the PGA. But I tell you what, the best sporting event of the day is the Town & Country Dragons playing in the semifinals of the six-year-old and under baseball or t-ball tournament uh, this morning. They win the champ- uh, semifinals. They go in the championship game. My man, Max Menez, leads, leads off for the team, and he's working hard so that Johnny B can place a bet on him one day. This game starts in about an hour from now, hour and 15. So as soon as we end this, I'm out of here. So let's do this. Dude, let's absolutely, man. And best of luck from us, from everybody on Max leading off today. He's going to be all over the bases. They're not going to be able to stop him <laughs> at all. So that's fantastic. If squared, how are we doing, sir? Oh, we're doing well, AB. Good to see you. Good to see everybody else on the screen today. Like Gene says, a ton of great sports action today. Let's dig into it. Man, absolutely. And last but certainly not least, our man, Andrew Gomez. My man, look, I got to say, first off, the last two shows that you've been on, you've been crushing picks, and you almost went two straight weekends perfect, and I can't remember the name of the fighter. It was the main event, I guess, last weekend, where he was crushing on his way to victory and just knee exploded. Oh, it was brutal to see, man, and I hated it for him, hated it for you, but uh, you've been tearing it up, man, so props on that, and uh, good to have you here, bud. Thanks. Yeah, good to be here. We take the bad beats. I'm sure we'll have some good beats go our way, too. But it does feel good to be uh, on a heater lately and looking to keep it going today. Absolutely, man. You've been crushing it. So well done on that. All right, let's get into the storylines that affect the betting lines for today. M Squared, coming to you first, man. What we all love, MLB weather. Talk to us. What do we need to know? Well, we're going to start with the undercard here in Gene's baseball game. Uh, Air density index in Austin, Texas today is about 59. Should see some fireworks in that game, Gene. So good luck to you guys there. Uh, But then the New York Yankees, plus 25% in terms of home run hitting today. Great conditions for an early start time at Yankee Stadium, plus 10% overall. At Wrigley Field, the exact opposite of what we saw yesterday. Yesterday, we projected 45% increase in scoring, home run hitting. Definitely came through today. Minus 30%. Winds blowing in the opposite direction. A little cooler. 
Colorado, same story. Game ended up getting postponed. Uh, it's going to be cold again. Highs up around 39, 40 degrees. Should see some more snow potentially. Could be a recipe to fade there, but minus 20% on the scoring in that one. And then one more big, big increase in terms of home run hitting and overall run scoring. The Dodgers and the Phillies. Philly does have Nola on the mound, but we're still projecting a 30% increase in home run production, 15% increase in overall run scoring. And then finally, Kansas City, Minnesota, the exact opposite of yesterday, about 25 degrees cooler in that game, minus 30% on home run, minus 20% in overall run scoring. Man, I'll tell you what, first off, that's fantastic information. Second, you break it down the weather for Max's game today. I love that in Austin. He's going to be crushing it. All right, Johnny B, coming to you, man. Same baseball real quick. All right, favorites on Fridays. What do we need to know? Talk to us. Yeah, we want to talk about favorites on Fridays real quick because they absolutely dominated yesterday. Favorites were eight and five last night, eight and three going into the night games after underdogs dominated Wednesday and Thursday. And we can see that change throughout the week. Fridays are usually the beginning of a series and neither side is players taking the day off. Bullpens are usually rested from an off day on Thursday or a day game on Thursday. Games are played very true, meaning they're usually clean games, essentially the exact opposite of a Sunday or the exact opposite of what will happen in Gene's game today. Uh, Fridays and Mondays are really the only days I feel comfortable playing those heavy favorites, but it is important to not be gun shy on these plays. My theory, everyone has their own theory, but my theory on how high I'll play is as long as you even it out on the other side. So if you play a minus 190 on favorites, don't be afraid to go to plus 190 on underdogs as well. So my theory is as long as it evens out there, you'll find. All right. I like it, man. I'm going to take your theory on that for sure. Now, Mean Gene Menez, we've got, like you said, racing all over the day. Obviously, the Preakness, that's the big one. Break down for us real quick. What do we need to know about the race? What are we looking at? And we're going into it with no opportunity for a triple crown as Rich Strike will not be in today's race. What do we need to know, Bob? Yeah, I'm disappointed that Rich Strike won't be there. Not because that he, we don't have a triple crown shot anymore, but I was looking forward to betting against him uh, and him taking a lot of money in the wind pool, but we won't have that today. Uh, what we should know is that based on the uh, Black Eyed Susan and Preakness Will Pays from yesterday, we get a real clear shot of how these odds are going to play out later today. And they're about what we saw on the morning line. Epicenter is about even money, a little bit over that, which I think is more than fair. Then uh, you've got the second choices, early voting and secret oath, who are about four to one. And then a live long shot, creative, uh, creative minister is nine to one. And then everybody else is uh, uh, quite a bit far behind. So um, what I what you can take away from that basically is that the morning line is pretty accurate. You might get a better price on Epicenter than than what I was thinking. I was thinking it was actually going to get off go off about four to five or three to five, which is not exactly appealing. But if you get even money, that's fair. So uh, keep an eye on that later on today. Man, it's great information. Really do appreciate that. And uh, last again, but certainly not least, our man Gomez. All right, so we're getting in the octagon tonight. Not me and you, because I don't want to fight you at all. I don't need to take any rear naked chokes, man. But what do we need to know about tonight? Break it down the card for us. Yeah, so this card's taking a little criticism from the more casual fans. There's not a ton of name value, but I'll give you a couple matchups to look out for. 
Um, co-main event, Santiago Ponzinibbio versus Michelle Pajera. Fun fight at 170 pounds. Both dynamic strikers. I'm going to talk a little bit more about that one in a bit from a betting perspective. Also, Chidi Njokuani made his UFC debut, had, a, had like a 10 or 15 second knockout. He's taking on Dusko Todorovic. That's a good one. You've got Tabitha Ritchie versus Poliana Viana, which is a battle of two jiu-jitsu aces in the women's 115-pound division. So those are three fights I'm looking forward to, and uh, two of them I'll be touching on a little bit more in a, in a bit. I love it, man. I can't wait. I love that. I, I, I love that we have fights seemingly almost every weekend, right? Especially during the summer, man. It's fantastic. All right. Let's get into our picks for today. Before we do, let's take a quick break and hear from our partners. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. All right, and we are back. All right, only one play today on the site. We're going to go Celtics, Heat, actually Heat at Celtics tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We're going to roll with the over 207 and a half, all right? So both games so far in this series have hit 225 points or more. Here's a nugget for you, all right? The Heat, the Celtics, since 2020, have now played eight games in the Eastern Conference Final. The over, 8-0. and oh. All right, we're not going to break the trend here. Let's go with an over, 207 and a half. All right, M Squared, coming to you. One play, Major League Baseball. It's been nice for us. Let's hit it again. What do you got? Yeah, we're going to run it back. Uh, St. Louis Cardinals still on the road here uh, in Pittsburgh, I believe, in this spot. So... Team total over four and a half minus 115. Beautiful spot for him against Jose Quintana. Quintana is someone that really stands out. Uh, if you followed for any length of time, you know we love our expected data and comparing it to actual data. His actual weighted on base average, 254. That's a really, really good number. His expected number is 353. Not a good number. Definitely below average in Major League Baseball in the bottom tier. He's been the luckiest pitcher in Major League Baseball so far this season. The Cardinals, on the other side, the best team in Major League Baseball against left-handed pitching. 372 weighted on base average, 145 weighted runs created, plus the best in Major League Baseball. They strike out just 18% of the time against lefties. They're going to put some baseballs in play. Once again, road team, guaranteed ninth inning team at bat. Cannot stress how important that is when you are backing a team total to get the ninth inning team at bat on a team that is a good team when you need that fifth run. Take the over, once again, four and a half runs on the Cardinals. AB, you're muted, buddy. Oh, I, I did it to myself there. There we go. Uh, I watched the game yesterday. I think it was like what Cardinals were like one nothing in the fifth or the sixth inning, and they just blasted for what four or five runs. I think there. So man, it was uh, it was great to see. We'll uh, we'll run that one back. So Bowman staying in Major League Baseball. You got one play now. I believe it's a double header today, so we want to make sure it's game one, correct? Of the Mets, break it down. What do you got? Yeah, like that Mikey play too. Uh, Matthew Liberatore starting one of the Cardinals' top prospects. I believe he came over in the Arizona Rosarena trade, so I'm very excited to see him play. Um, but I'm taking the Mets' money line, minus 125 against the Rockies in game one. 
So it's it was a snow out yesterday and it's been snowing. It's snowing currently. Um, so I think they're going to get the doubleheader in today. The game doesn't start until three Eastern, but the Mets have played very well in doubleheaders this season. And I think the transition to Coors Field will only help them. They also got the day off yesterday. So I think that should only help their bullpen. And it's actually going to be about 45 degrees at game time. I the Mets play in terrible weather too, though, so I don't think that's going to have an effect on them. They're probably the only team in the league that plays in conditions somewhat close to the uh, to the Rockies. Carlos Carrasco, interestingly, has never pitched in Coors Field in his career, so that worries me a bit. But their bullpen is rested. Herman Marquez has struggled all season, and I think he's going to continue to struggle against a tough Mets lineup. I like to use this doubleheader strategy around to pick them, especially with a righty and lefty against, because the Mets are going to play all of their good righties against the lefty and all of their good lefties against the righty. It works out well to sit certain guys so you know who's going to play. And the Rockies also have the worst bullpen in the league. So I like the Mets as almost to pick them in game one. Let's get it, man. I love it. And you're right. You know, the Mets do play, you know, in pretty wild weather. Like they're used to, you know, swirling winds, et cetera. So uh, yeah, definitely, man. Good call on that. Gob is coming to you, two plays. UFC, what do we got? Yeah, got two plays, two underdogs, which I always like doing on the show because if one hits, you're in the green. If two hits, you're having a great day. First off, I'll touch on the co-main event, Santiago Ponzinibbio taking on Michelle Pereira. Some of you may know Pereira from his backflips. He does some crazy stuff inside the cage. Very unorthodox striking style. He's big for the weight class. He's primarily a striker like i said he may try to mix in a takedown or two but i like santiago ponzinibbio you could get him at about plus 125 right now i think he's the better technical fighter i think he's fought the better competition i see him landing more straight shots here as opposed to Pereira trying to land some crazy stuff more hooks i like ponzinibbio's cardio more i i just think he's the more well put together fighter so i like ponzinibbio plus 125 second we're gonna go with another underdog Poliana Viana taking on Tabitha Ricci. Uh, both these girls, like I mentioned earlier, great jujitsu, primarily grapplers. Viana, the much bigger girl. She has a six-inch reach advantage here. I think she has all the finishing upside on the mat. I think she's more of a submission threat. Even if Ricci gets on top, which might happen because she may be a little bit better of a wrestler, she's going to be in danger the whole time. I could I could see Poliana sweeping her, getting a reversal. I could see her landing a submission off her back. I think she's going to land some body kicks on the feet. I really like this matchup for her. So two underdogs. At Santiago Ponzinibbio, that is Poliana Viana. Man, let's get it. I can't wait, man. That was a good breakdown. Well, well done on that. All right, Mean Gene, look, you are in the maestro spot today. All right, first off, because you're my man. Second off, you're hot three. You are ready to go. And I want to make sure that we have these picks on the screen for everybody so they can see it. So you got the numbers. So let it rip, my man. Thanks, AB, for putting me in the Meister spot. Lots of pressure. So what we're trying to do is leverage my strongest opinion today. And my strongest opinion is that Epicenter is going to win the Preakness Stakes. Now, like I said earlier, we are not sure what kind of odds we're going to get on Epicenter come the Preakness. It could be three to five. And I don't want to wait till right before post time and realize that those three to five odds are too short for me to play. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a pick three that begins in race 11, the Sir Barton Stakes, and goes three legs to the uh, Preakness, ending with the Preakness. It's based, a pick three basically is, a, is the equivalent of a three-team parlay in the NFL. But instead of picking three consecutive games, you have to pick three consecutive races. So in the Sir Barton, we're going to have five horses 
And the next leg, we're going to have three. That is the Jim McKay turf sprint. And then in the last leg, we're only going to have one. That's epicenter. I'll go back to the Sir Barton real quick. Those five horses uh, include Ethereal Road, who was trained by Dean Wayne Lucas. He was on the Triple Crown Trail earlier in the season. He actually was the horse who uh, scratched from the Kentucky Derby and allowed Rich Strike to get in. I don't think it's a good sign that he, uh, that uh, uh, the trainer Lucas uh, has decided to or decided to skip the Kentucky Derby because he likes to take a shot whenever he can and enter him here. Uh, and he actually could have entered him in the Preakness Stakes, but he's entering him here. So that's why we're going with five horses. In the second leg, uh, we have uh, three horses, including Karatari, the two, who, if you really wanted to get bold, you could maybe narrow this leg down just to the two. But I don't feel that comfortable. Uh, Karatari is a great and consistent turf sprinter, but I want to throw those other two into the second leg just to be sure. And then, of course, we have Epicenter in the last leg. So those will be that's 15 combinations that you could play for as little as 50 cents, which would be $7.50. And I promise you, it will return a lot more than that if it hits. <laughs> nice job. And you know what? You're right. And I realized, look, leading you into it, look, I, I pretty much just called you hot on the show, and I want to make sure that I meant it both ways. You're an attractive man, looking sharp, and always, but I meant it, you're hot on the track as well. But you know what? It's a great-looking shirt, and best of luck to you. Make sure we get all those picks on there. Everybody, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap. M squared on the Cardinals team total over 4.5, minus 115. John Bowman, Mets money line in game one. Andrew Gambas is on Santiago. And let me make sure I get this right. Ponzanibio, I think I nailed that right there. Money line plus 125. And then Pollyanna, Viana, money line plus 110. Uh, Gene, on the pick three from Sir Barton to the Preakness, uh, one, four, five, six, eight with two, three, nine with eight. Our site play, Heat Celtics over 207 and a half. Maybe three today, plus 155. We're going to go alternate total here. Padres, Giants over five. Uh, alternate puck line here, Avalanche plus one and a half, and an alternate total in the NBA tonight, Heat Celtics over 200 and a half. So I think that's all the damage that we could do for today. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. And you know what? Guys, everybody, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Thank you so much. Should you ever set foot outside of the motel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan.